Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here, back with Professor Dragon. And today, I thought we'd shift gears a little bit, stop talking about boring taxes and politics and everything. You never know. Some of you guys like listening to that type of stuff. But I thought I'd shift gears and talk a little bit about male and female, you know, gender dynamics, <laughs> that type of thing. And you sent me a pretty um, funny but unsurprising article. This was literally from just a couple of days ago. It's on Yahoo Lifestyle about a lot of teachers. So... When I say teacher, we're talking about women here because most, most teachers are actually women. That's just a fact that are actually turning to sugar daddy dating sites to supplement their salaries. Now, I'm not here to belittle anybody. That's not what this is about. But this is important because I do want to discuss it in thorough detail about sugar daddy and sugar baby culture because of the Internet and because of just how social media and online dating works, you know. There are now, I guess, methods where women can uh, get set up with sugar daddies, which isn't really dating. So I don't know how well you know this, Professor Dreg, but it's not dating. It's, oh, and no. it's not prostitution either, as they define it. But it's, it's basically, a, a, you know, a man who's got money, <laughs> yeah. who, who entertains them and basically pays them to, to date him, you know? So what are your yeah, thoughts well, on that? And then I'll go into the specifics. Well, here. okay. So the reason why I, I sent that article is based on, on you bringing up the whole thing about the left normalizing, uh, that transgender stuff, you know what I mean? So, and this is like a spinoff of that. So that it's article. very not feminist though. I was actually going to make the comment that they may be normalizing this behavior, but honestly, I was, I was hoping to get to this middle of the show, but I <laughs> wanted to say that this is very, very clearly conservatism. Now I'm not saying it's right, but it's what women do is what, I, what my bottom line is. <laughs> so No, but it's true because look, and, and it kind of goes back, and, and I wanted to make this uh, a, maybe a different topic, but it's interesting to me. Yeah. Like, this kind of goes into what you're talking about with simping, you know, with how, you know, what you believe simping is, and and I, I'm all against simping, because <laughs> it's just horrible. Like, there is nothing worse than simping. But, uh, you know, so that's what this is. So... It is prostitution, without a doubt. It, it, this is just straight prostitution. But this is what they say is okay type of prostitution. Why? Because they're taking advantage of simps. And, you know, if they make a simp into a boyfriend, is it really a sugar daddy, sugar baby, you know, lifestyle, or is it just a stupid guy being this dumb girl's, you know, one of many of her 
boyfriends. One of many. That's that's the that's the key term there. Is that you ain't the only one, man. It's <laughs> your turn tonight. That's all. <laughs> no, but it, that's so crazy. Because- and it just I don't know. I mean, I hate to get into it so quickly, but it's just like, man, once you've been passed around a little bit, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Well, see, but that's the whole thing because you know. This really is about prostitution, the different levels of prostitution. This is what this is. What's acceptable types of prostitution? You know, and- well, so the people who the people who make arguments for defending this, right, would be like, well, you're paying for it either ways, whether you're in a relationship or you get married. That's that's the justification <laughs> for something like this. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, because, uh, gosh, darn it. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations are over. But I think I did tell you about my old days and things like that, right? Yeah, your uh, questionable things. past. But <laughs> it, yeah, so, you know, and I have an extensive past in this. <laughs> so the psychology behind it and the business of it is real. It's real legitimate money. I uh, can believe that because from what I'm seeing here, with some of these women taking home three thousand a month to five grand to ten grand a month, and their daddies are buying them cars and stuff, like oh, it's real well, money. Well, I mean, yeah, I hate to say things like this, but it's true. Why do you think I went into EB five? <laughs> it was a natural way from being a street hustler, you know, uh, with whatever they do on the streets. Yeah, and making this into a, a legitimate business. I mean, there's a reason why I was able to get government jobs because I have a special skill set and knowledge that allows me to just automatically uh, get into people's psyche and all this other stuff. Because you know, my understanding of sex is is a little grotesque, and uh, and the more grotesque your knowledge is, you know, the better you are at manipulating people. Mm-hmm. So do these teachers, are they manipulating? Hell yeah, they're educated and they're mm-hmm. educators. And the thing is like this, do these teachers honestly deserve that kind of extra quote unquote money a month? You know what I mean? It's like if you become a teacher and we spoke about this before, why get into a profession that pays so little? If you want money, make money well so that's that's another thing that ties into what we were talking about earlier this week which is there's no such thing as fair and equal pay whenever people say we just want fair and equal pay listen to just that phrase fair and equal pay you can't have both fair pay is basically what we're talking about here which is you get compensated for the job that you do hey if you're an educator i do agree that educators don't make as much as they should my both my parents were teachers you know i get it i know how that is but at the same time there's just an overwhelming amount of women who go into professions like childcare and psychology and all that that just don't pay as much and if you're not an engineer or you're working a dangerous job like and, and it's not about going to college. I just want to make it very, very clear that you could be a PG and E lineman, make 400 grand a year, but it's a dangerous job. Yeah. You could, job. You could get electric shock. You could fall off the, the ladder, hurt yourself. You fall on your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the truth. so what I'm trying to say is whenever Democrats or the left or feminists are running around demanding fair and equal pay, right? Understand that that phrase alone is actually an oxymoron because fair pay is what you're getting. Equal pay 
is also kind of what you're getting, but you can't have fair and equal pay because if you're a psychologist and the other guy is a, you know, neurologist, that's fair, but it's not equal because he works a more demanding job in the marketplace. It demands higher it's wages. That's just how... neurosurgeon. But, but, but see, if... but, but, but before we move on, like people, if you're listening to this, right, every time you hear fair and equal pay, understand that those are completely conflicting. You either have fair pay or you have equal pay, but you can't have fair and equal pay. Yeah, and, but and sometimes you don't the have the either. Sometimes you don't have fair well, of pay course, some, of and you're course. not going to have equal pay. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? But that's how it works because, gosh, I've been listening to a lot of these people, different people, both right and left, and, and they really don't understand economics. Economics has nothing to do with, you know... Well, I just wonder also how feminists feel about sugar daddies, because here's the thing that I, I, I mean, again, I'm not for this, but it's conservative. This right here is very conservative. Wow. If we're talking about it from an economic standpoint, because it just plays into the, an inflated role of what men and women do. Men are the providers and women are the nurturers, right? So this right here, when I look at it, I look at it in two different ways. From a moral standpoint, no, I don't agree because I, I believe in marriage and I believe that, you know, women should play the role. And I think that just, you know, kind of milking these guys is, as a guy, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want gold diggers around. But at the same time, I can appreciate it as a business model from a conservative standpoint. You see what I'm trying to say? But you know why it's also conservative? Why? Because it's the oldest profession. It is the oldest profession. Well <laughs> no, said. but it's the truth. Yeah. And, and that is, look, prostitution is what the free market should look like. It really should. That's if you because, because here's the thing. If you think about it, there's no real regulation, which is why it's a black market, right? But it's strictly transactional between two parties. Because here's the thing. I can't go to these women and be like, why are you taking advantage of these men? These men volunteer this kind yeah. of money. A guy will go out and buy a car for a girl. Like this, this lady here, um, she's obviously going by, a, by a, a title name here. Her name's Nola, right, in this article. For those of you who are curious, it's just if you look up teachers, sugar daddy, sugar daddy, you'll see this. But this girl, <laughs> Nola, um, the guy flat out just bought her a car without her asking. Like just it was like a ten thousand dollar car or whatever on top of the the allowance type thing. And 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 see see the thing is, I know I know, but here's the here's the deal. The the thing is, the man arguably isn't being conned into doing this he's volunteering this there's a lot of lonely men out there there's a lot of men who like make this kind of money and want to entertain women in fact i know a personal friend of mine who dated a very rich man and dude i'm her friend i asked her these questions i'm like it's the same thing she's basically like yeah this is just what women do well but think about this now let's break that down your scenario <laughs> into the free market does the girl have to be because you know why do some girls only make 50 bucks an hour and some girls make 1500 an hour yeah why is that is it because they're best looking or they know how to move the best or have special skills physically and the answer is no these people understand like the people who make 1500 an hour mm -hmm. they understand how to market themselves and that's why this is the oldest. See, see, you're right. You're right. Because here's the deal. People conflate. And, and you have to understand, man, 
I'm a sales guy. So I understand yeah. this better than anyone else. There's a difference between price and perceived value. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that price is what the transactional number you're putting on it, but perceived value is ultimately what makes people make a buying decision or not. And, and this, is a, this is like a good economic segue for people who are listening, but it's the truth. I sell products that technically by nature of them is free information. You could find it on the internet. Yep. And you could also, it, it, also co- it also costs no money to duplicate the information because it's online, right? And, and if it's digital, dude, you know, you could copy it a million times. It won't cost you anything. It'll cost you just hard disk space. But if, since everything's in the cloud, you could copy it limitlessly and it wouldn't cost you anything to, to manufacture. And then we slap a price on it. But the perceived value and the need for wanting to to buy, right, depending on their, their needs and their wants and their desired outcomes, is what causes people to buy. And it's the same thing with prostitution, right? It's not about more skills or better looks. It's how it's being marketed, you know? There's a really funny scene in The Wolf of Wall Street. I think it's The Wolf of Wall Street. But, I, and I, I don't know, I don't, I mean, again, I don't support prostitution. I think, you know, I think fornication, all that's a sin, but we just got to call it for what it is. He, he said something really funny, but it was like, it's just, it, it just makes perfect sense in it. it it's, it's like this. He was like, well, you got like your Walmart hookers and then you got like your Marshalls hookers and then you got your high end. And it was just, it was like, like it's, it, obviously I wouldn't go around spouting that stuff, but it was pretty funny because it is on point. That's just how it is. Like it's, you're putting a, <laughs> you're putting a, but 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 the thing is like this and, and, and like and i know you know because i'm a new christian i don't know if i'm right or wrong but in my heart i'm still for prostitution and not just because i grew up within and all this other stuff or because i'm from the streets the reason why i'm still for prostitution is because people are desperate and, and, and you know you can't help a, like look Bottom line is this, if you really want to make money, the best way to make money, if you're a woman, is still through using your body. It's just how it works. Think about this. All of them Spanish, I don't know if you ever watched Spanish TV. (laughs) I haven't watched. If you watch Spanish TV, there is not an ugly chick there, or even Fox News. You watch Fox News? Yeah. Come on. They're all dumb as rocks, but they got banging bodies. And that's the thing. So whether you're doing it for Fox News or the telenovelas or whatever, the Univision, you know what those, I mean, because, man, those, there's not a. There's no, you're right, though. When I, I could just a segue real quick. When I went to Spain, there was not an ugly girl anywhere. They're all beautiful people. All of them. They all, like, take care of themselves. They're all like sun-kissed and everything. And yes. it's in, like, in Venezuela, the number one industry for women is Miss Universe. All of those Venezuelans literally uh. are in the industry. That's why there's so many Miss Universes from Venezuela because it's a real industry. It, it's just how it goes. And until... Just got gifted the, genetics in some of these countries. Yeah, yeah. It's just, no, it's plastic surgery. Uh, <laughs> you know, the native people aren't that beautiful, but... With the magic of, uh, of surgery, everybody's a supermodel. But 
uh, and maybe these are genetic differences, but there's, you know, most of the dudes in my math class were dudes. Like, I don't think there was maybe, yeah, I don't remember not one girl in my class beyond trigonometry. There was zero in calculus. And maybe <laughs> one in trigonometry. But I, and I think that's, I mean, because. Oh, man. But I don't know if it's a genetic thing, but that is, you know, like. Well, men, men are more. So here's the thing. I was, I was literally listening to a sermon from a Baptist pastor breaking down the differences between men and women because he's <laughs> calling out like, you know, the, the transgenderism and all that. Yeah. Men and women are biologically different and men more have, have more of an inkling towards science and math, right? Which serves as the basis for engineering and, um, you know, construction and all that other yeah, stuff, that men are, architecture, that type of stuff. But here's the thing that women are good at, right? It's not just about the obvious things like nurturing, which I don't know why people look down on because that's essential for bringing up children, but they're actually better at detecting body language. Women are better at reading things like, this was really interesting. Women are far more intuitive when it comes to reading body language, like lying and stuff, stuff that would fly over a guy's head. Like if your kids were lying to you, Women know that, but, but, but men, men can't tell. It's like, oh, you had me fooled. I, I, I'm just going to, you know, so that, and that's a real strength. And, <laughs> and why is this important? Because it kind of ties into how women are, right? Like, here's the deal. 90% of men just will not understand women at all. And that's okay. That plays into it. Women, it, it's, a, it's a recessive kind of like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, to, it's, it's, you know how male, female dynamics, everything yeah, exactly. is. Just, no, you're right. So, no, but that's. Uh, oh, no, you're breaking mechanism up. Because in the animal kingdom, in the animal kingdom, this is total self-defense mechanism because the female is the weaker of the species and they have to be able to read body language. So, so I don't know if it was. Yeah. So they're better at detecting body language. Their intuition when it comes to social dynamics is far more advanced than men. Like men can kind of just sit around and just like, you know, no, not think about this. Who gets sucker punched? Women or men? Men. Exactly. Now, now this is like a weird thing. This is like a, a total random statement. But if you ever see a guy put his forearm on his uh, forehead when he's going pee, yeah, <laughs> you know he's been in prison. <laughs> you know why? Because, Wait, why is that? That's funny. Because when you're going to the bathroom in prison, you get hit from behind, and they. You know, when they hit you hard, you know, your head will slam up against the uh, wall and knock you out. You know, if, so if you have your forearm like this, you can't get, you know, because they're going to push your head harder into your arm. And, you know, just, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it's just weird things like, you know, that happens in prison that do you know when a guy's <laughs> been in prison? It's, it's like, That's oh, funny yeah. as heck. Like, dude, why the hell are you peeing like that? You know, it's like, oh, I, I don't care what anybody says. That's that's a funny fact. That that's like, <laughs> no, but what I was saying, what I was saying about that about women is you. I don't know if it was you who said this, but I also heard this in the sermon where he's go. He he said something random where it's like arm wrestling. Any woman, I will beat in arm wrestling. It, I'm not even the strongest man on the planet, but I will defeat any woman who's not on growth hormone, testosterone, or steroids in arm wrestling. No questions asked. And the thing is, he's kind of right. There's no way a woman will win an arm wrestling match against a man. And I don't say that to be a sexist. I feel like I have to. No, but, that, it's, but 
truth. It's the truth. It, it's, we are biologically different. Now, how does this tie back to conservatism and what we're talking about? Well, social dynamics, you know, it's just these men are provisional. And everything about what we just talked about should say that. Why I think this is something worth talking about is because I think feminists won't acknowledge this. They won't. You know why? Because it goes against the whole aspect of strong, independent woman, take care of yourself. This is men being provisional on an inflated level. That's why it's conservative, right? That's why it's like, because this is just, you look at seeking arrangement or sugar daddy, sugar baby culture. This is just an inflated, not necessarily moral, but an inflated version of free market economics and conservatism when you look at this. Well, yeah, this is immoral. I mean, without yeah, it's immoral, but but it, it it is conservative when you talk about fiscal conservatism, right? Because it's like no one's being taxed. Like, think about it. Like, if you're a prostitute, you're not being taxed. You're, you're just not. Like, and and another thing is you are agreeing to terms. It's two parties agreeing to mm-hmm. a transaction. No government intervention. No taxation, and literally no legislation around that it is it is free of government intervention that's why i want to get people thinking about this i'm not saying i condone prostitution i don't i'm I'm actively against it but you can look at this and get some critical thought out of it and go well this is an example of conservative economics right here okay so let me finish why i i'm for prostitution though i really am not for everybody well, I disagree, but go ahead, yeah. I'm not for prostitution for these teachers. I'm really not because, you know, they're deliberately taking advantage of stupid people. And if you're paying for sex, you're a stupid guy and you got problems. Uh, and I've always felt that that's why, you know, I was taking advantage of all these stupid dudes. You know what I mean? Because whatever, it was an easy way to, you know, to make money growing up. But the reason why I'm for prostitution is because it is a way out. A lot of women will never succeed unless they go through prostitution. Because think about it. What opportunities are given to people who are so desperate that they have to sell their bodies, especially in foreign countries? See, in in the States, you know, how many women have to do stripping, have to do prostitution? You know, it's a low percentage, but still a percentage of people that are either abandoned or, or forgotten and it really is a way to to get out of your situation you know if you're a smart girl and um you know let's say you're growing up out of east palo alto in the bay area east palo alto is still crappy and most people cannot live in east palo, even in east palo alto let alone afford to live in Palo Alto. So if you grew up in East Palo Alto in, um, you know, housing and crap like that, you know, what rent control, you know, in a rent control place, come on, what type of education you're going to get out of those East Palo Alto schools? Because they don't have teachers over there. You know, how do they even go to school? They get the school system over there in East Palo Alto, it's riddled with a bunch of molesters, bunch of, you know, drug addicts. I mean, these teachers are crap. It's just how it goes. I mean, these kids, when they graduate from any school in East Palo Alto, 
come on, they're about as educated as a third grader coming out of Kansas. And you're living here in the San Francisco Bay Area. So what options do these people have? Seriously, what are they going to do with no mentors, with no churches? Because how many churches are in East Palo Alto? Oh, well, so what a, <clears throat> what a conservative would say, right, would be like, get, get to work or, you know, get just start working. yeah but that's my point so what kind of jobs are they going to do work at home depot work at mcdonald's they will never come up and when they have three or four kids they will never come up so for them prostitution might be a viable way and you can't hate a person for trying to come up you, you just can't that's why it's like what i because you know somebody goes like this especially with my uh because they were saying oh god is punishing you with daughters <laughs> and i'm like no not even and i said not even because you know what i'm going to give my girl as much opportunities as possible but if she chooses to be a prostitute or whatever look i'm still gonna love her when i'll be disappointed yeah but not for long <laughs> yeah i might be disappointed for about an hour and well, then so, but so you it's her life you, so and you I somehow failed her. You know yeah. what I mean? Seriously, if my kid becomes a hooker, I did something wrong, obviously. You know what I mean? So, but then if I give her every single opportunity and she goes, well, you know what? Financially speaking, it's better if I just become a whore and just, you okay. know, make tons of money or whatever. And you can't hate a person for that. You know, like, sure. well, not, well what, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is forget the so so here's another thing I want to bring up because think about it on the flip side of the spectrum after the scenarios like that where women come up right think about after they've become wealthy and say they get married to a man and I don't know if you've ever looked at that list of like um, divorced women and inherited wealth and how like I think one woman the like maybe Oprah was the only woman no, on no, that no. list There's that made their own women. money. Out yeah. Of the, out of the, okay, the top 100 richest women in the United States, yeah. only two are self-made. Every other woman is through divorce or uh, inheritance. inheritance. And, uh, you know, and that's Oprah and Martha Stewart. For all of this time, you know what I mean? Oprah yeah. and and, uh, and Martha Stewart. Well, so, so if you include the world, I think J.K. Rowling is on there too, Harry Potter author, so... She's another one, and then I think the other yeah, one is like that much. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's worth like maybe a hundred million or something like that. Well, but but you're you're so so. Here's the thing, though. When I looked at that list, I was like, oh man. I mean, but it is true. Like, like even Barbara Walters is only worth a hundred and fifty million. They're not worth that much. Like the top women, like J.K. Rowling, and they're not. You know, like Vin Diesel is worth more than J.K. Rowling. You know what I mean? Because Harry Potter didn't do that well in the movie theaters in comparison to the Fast and the Furious. You know what I mean? So it's like, and Vin Diesel owns Fast and the Furious. He owns that franchise. So he franchised it out, da-da-da-da-da. Come on, the last Fast and the Furious made one point something billion. Yeah, yeah. Just so so back back to that. So one, so they, you're, because here's the thing, when... I mean, there's this whole culture of also like mail order brides and then rich men just like marrying women to like bring them out of, uh, you know, different countries and stuff. It's kind of the well, similar. See, but that, it well, is. But that's my point. Women are forced into that. 
you can't but see but here's where it's wrong see that article the one that the yahoo article see that's wrong because those women should know better than to try to sell their bodies to make money they're not sure. desperate they could do it other ways there's some show on show right because but because they're also in the united states and they they have decent jobs you could just get another job but they the behavior here is it's just easier to date or them. live within your means that's, that's the whole point see yeah. that article just like girlfriend experience of show and show time there's a show and show time called girlfriend experience it's an, about an attorney who chooses to be a hooker because one it's easier and you make just as much, if not more, money. And you sleeping. can fund your you can fund your your lifestyle. It's it's more about the yeah. lifestyle more than anything. Yeah, for for four or five days a week, you, you can make more than an attorney working at the district attorney's office or an associate at a law firm. And that's what these articles are teaching you. See, these articles like that transgender thing, they're saying to educated women, hey, guess what? Instead of getting married and living a traditional life, become a whore and make your own money. Yeah, they're normalizing it. People yeah. tell you how to live your life. Live your life the way you want to. But they don't tell you what you got to subject yourself to. Because I guarantee you. There's got to be some long-term repercussions, right? Like, I mean. Even short-term repercussions. Are you kidding? The, the, the minute they're finished, like, damn, what did I just do? I got to put what up where? You know, but they do this stuff. And that's why, you know, some people make more than others. Because the psychology behind the men who do these types of things is really twisted. Really twisted. Like, you know there's something called mongers right now a monger is somebody who just you know they they uh it's like a sport so they just go from one prostitute to the next because they just want to have high numbers those types of people are gross and they make people do gross things now think about this if you read the article they're like you know what i'm gonna go to a sugar daddy thing and then who's on the other line, the other side of the sugar daddy, or a bunch of mongers who could afford to give you three, four hundred bucks every time you guys meet, and they're gonna make you do gross things. You know what I mean? And, and, and people don't <laughs> talk about stuff like that. And that's why it's like the short-term repercussions. I wouldn't be shocked if half them girls want to commit suicide after they're done. You know what I mean? But then that's why. Yeah, sadly. Well, but see, but that's why pimps are so effective because now a pimp acts like their quote unquote daddy, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they give, you know, reassurance and like, you got to do a lot of, you know, doctor feeling to these prostitutes, you know, because why? Because most of them want to kill themselves after their first trick of the night because it's gross. Right. And, and, uh, and, you know, and then, you know, the, the pimp talks them through us. Like, hey, look, you know, da-da-da-da-da, this and that. Think about what you could buy, trips to Disneyland. And, and you know what I mean? They're filling their head with a whole bunch of crap that doesn't exist. Because think about this. According to the article, they need, to, they need it for the extra income, right? For what? What are they going to use for that extra income? Spend more. Yeah, on what? Gucci. See, well, that's the point. 
And that's what pimps do. So this article is basically acting like a pimp because see, that's what pimps do. Pimps teach the girls how, why they need that money. Oh, so you can buy this. So you can have this. Right. See, so oh my can, God. See, so only, only you would be able to know this because you used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. So you know what I mean? But that's, so you always put the cat right in front of them. The short-term repercussions are great. Like seriously, they're all crying. They're all disgusted because of the smells and things like that. Like seriously, a lot of these dudes are dirty. Like not dirty with diseases, just dirty. Like they're, they're, they twisted, they're, they're sick in the head, you know? Well, yeah, well, obviously, but think about this. A lot of these dudes don't know how to bathe themselves correctly. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like an average guy, you know, they got average guy smells, but these dudes are extra stinky. <laughs> and it's like, oh. <laughs> but but it's just the reality but that article when you read that article it's like you know if you're going to be a teacher why are you chasing a lamborghini or a bmw if you're a teacher why would a teacher have the mentality to own a convertible of any type whether it's a convertible camaro or a 1962 Corvette. Why would any teacher want that as a goal? Look, you became a teacher knowing that you're not gonna make a lot of money. It's kind of like a preacher. You don't become a preacher to become a billionaire or a millionaire. It's just right. not what you do. You know what I mean? It's just like certain professions, you shouldn't expect a ton of money. So this article is really like a pimp. That's what they're doing. They're pimping out the transsexuals. They're pimping out the these sugar daddy websites. Why? Because they want everybody with that mentality of a prostitute. Because when you got that mentality of a prostitute, guess what? You are not paying attention to what's happening in the world. Right. Yeah, because your mind is so messed up in the head <laughs> how are you going to pay attention to all of these shenanigans oh there's a whistleblower against trump what who cares that doesn't affect me i gotta get that stink out of my mouth or in my nostril because that armpit sweat was like i had to like bury my head and lick his armpits and it's it got in my nose and that's what the girls are thinking you know and then and then you, you might have read in the article oh it's not that bad it's bad. They just don't admit what they got to do for that money. That's, Think that's about bad. it. They don't admit it. But whatever you see in a porno, it happens in real life. That's why you go to prostitutes because you want to reenact what happens. In you porn. want to live out your sick fantasies. And that's the problem with yeah. porn too is that it makes you desensitized to what sex is supposed to be about. You know. So, and so that's the one aspect of what they're trying to do. What's the second aspect of, of why they want prostitution so much? The second reason, it breaks down the family. Oh, and yeah. Break down the family because, look, these women, all of these teachers who in the old days used to be like, you know what? In the old days, you wanted a teacher as your wife. Why? Because she had the summers off. She didn't have to work, you know, that much. You know what Dude, I mean? That makes so much sense. Wow, that just kind of clicked in my head. <laughs> no, but think about that. 
because that was like the perfect profession. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, teachers, come on. They didn't have to work all the time. They got off at a decent hour. You know what I mean? Like maybe five o'clock is when they get off, get off of work. They, they go to work at like at eight. So you know what I mean? They're at home. They were the perfect moms. Yeah. And now look at them. They're teaching them how to be whores. Yeah. Seriously. The, the once, you know, coveted position, like all men wanted a, a hot teacher. <laughs> you know, and as your wife's like, yeah, you know, my teacher. And my wife's a teacher, you know, she's good with kids. And uh, that's know, actually she, what you want, though. I'll be honest. Like, if I got married and I had, a, I'd probably go for a teacher, too. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but now they're trying to teach these teachers, hey, look, you guys want the fancy things, you deserve oh, all of these. Fuck the family, you know, forget about raising children. Why destroy your body when you could be a sex object and be sexy forever? And you know, not realizing that. You know, aging sucks. And you can't be a 50-year-old prostitute. Although I do know one. <laughs> I should say her name because she probably would like the uh, everybody to go look her up. No, but, uh, I no, don't but think I'm not, okay. no, but I'm not kidding you. She's an old, like she must be 70. And she's still doing it. And, and you know, her life sucks. And she knows her life sucks. Because it's always a constant reminder that. No, it's sad. Yeah. yeah, when you get older, think like when people age, there's mobility issues. It's hard for you to walk around, let alone anything else. You know what I mean? So this lady who's an old school prostitute, come on, she's worried about getting clients instead of worrying about her health, worrying about does she have cancer or, you know how she's going to get around, you know, cause she can't drive because a lot of old people don't drive anymore. You know, I, it's really rare to see anybody over 85 drive, you know, after like 75 or you have eyesight, you know, vision problems, you don't drive anymore. It's just how it goes. So you're dependent on, you know, the public transportation system. Right. But imagine you being some prostitute teacher. Now you're old. Who in the hell is going to, who are you going to grow old with? You know what I mean? Like they're totally destroying how people age. And that's really sad because the whole point of conservatism is to conserve life at all phases of, of, of you know, of your lifespan from, from the time of conception to the time you die. If you live a conservative life, guess what? Your life is going to be good. You don't have to worry about ass pulps. <laughs> you know what I mean? From all that weird sex you've been having. But, you know, if, if you have, uh, if you're married or something like that, you could depend on your spouse to help you with mobility issues, to help you make uh, appointments or whatever. Or you could depend on your kids. You know, my pops lived with me for 20 years, even though he didn't, even, like, my dad never raised me. Right. right? We got my dad out of Mexico because, you know, he was an illegal. So he was sick. We thought he was dying. So uh, we brought him back to the States on the promise that he would never get social assistance. You know, we pay for everything. So it's so they let him in. And uh, that fucker lived with me for over 20 years. And he's still alive. Over 20 years. I'm thinking that dude just sponged off me for 20. But that's what we do. 
even though he didn't raise me and all I, he lived in my house for over 20 years but that's what you do when you have kids your kids take care of your parents it's just what happens but not if you're a hooker if you're a hooker you no one's gonna take care of you you honestly believe somebody's gonna be your sugar daddy when you're 60 50 maybe 40 45 but you're pushing it because most perverts who want a sugar baby aren't looking for 45 year olds they're just not so all of these teachers who are you know doing the sugar daddy bullshit look go find yourself a husband and because well, the thing is is how how often and that's something we we talk about in intergender dynamics right how many men are more willing to I mean, it's not that they would, wouldn't forgive, but it's just look over the fact that if it's kind of gone around the carousel a little bit, speaking colloquially here, you know, I hate to say no, 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 but this, but now it comes, what responsibility do men have in all of this? And I'll tell you why. See, because we are so anti-simp because look, simps are, I, I don't know any good ways to say it. So it's just usually curse words, but simps are, you know, just bad people. They make all men look bad. I cannot stand simps. I swear to God. Like when I see one, I just like when I, I listen to people speak, right? <laughs> and I listen to a simp. I swear to God, I just want to slap them. Just open hand, just open hand them. Just ugh. that's how much it irks me. But on that note, I still believe men need to act like men again and start paying for dates. No more of this splitting checks and, and all that i don't want to say faggy stuff but um but you know what i mean yeah all that gay crap that that gay dudes do you know what I mean? like because gay guys won't pay for a woman's day oh no, we'll split it you know why you know what i mean yeah you know, okay but there's a reason why men pay for dates oh yeah i do that now too <laughs> exactly make because me man has to show that woman that they are capable of taking care not of not just her but of the children right how else is a woman gonna know how else is a woman gonna know that this guy is trustworthy right i can hear i can hear the counselor like talking but, yeah i know but, well, hold on yeah no she's going to the but, but, no the, the trustworthy thing go ahead that's that's no no I'm but see but how does a woman know that that you're going to be a trustworthy uh person and a provider for the children well you show by the way you guys date and everything else and, and if if that woman likes that lifestyle that you have of the dating and everything else and she accepts it then you guys are going to be okay because why if a woman's going to wreck her body for having your children paying for some dates for a couple of years that's the that's the bare minimum you can do. that's true yeah because come on like the counselor she was a model she's not a model now why because she had my baby so you know what i mean but that's just how it goes i owe it to her to take care of her and and the baby and, and that's what we're working on you know what i mean so i just not gonna up and leave her this because i wrecked her body you know what i mean i made that conscious choice well we made it together but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, you're right. I like how you added that last part in. Oh, we made it. That's just, well, yeah, but it's the truth. And that's, you got to, as a man, you got to show a woman like, hey, look, 
you know, this and that. And so, like, it, does the counselor have to get her body back to how it used to be and this and that? No, of course not. Why? Because we're going to grow old together. It's okay. Yeah. I don't need to do this. She don't need to do that. I can get, <laughs> as they say, the dad body. But, like, I'm staying healthy only so that I can live to be 100 yeah, and yeah. watch the kids get older. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's but true. that's why you do what you do. Like as a man, you pay for dates and everything else because you got to show this woman that you're serious, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, and I'm still on the fence. Like, cause like, man, I, I, I don't know if I could not have sex before marriage, if I was dating somebody. But the thing is not to move in together. As long as you guys don't move in together before you're married, then you know because you don't want to do all that testing stuff or whatever yeah aside from the religious connotations of christianity right even from a secular standpoint yeah. it's been proven that if you cohabitate you're less likely to stay together you're less likely to actually have a fulfilled marriage if you decide doing that right it, it, it's true and, and people may say well economically it makes sense because you save on rent and everything in the long term it falls apart but no but it really does you don't make a commitment to the person you just kind of slide into it that's the justification well but the thing is like this too when you're getting your life together before marriage you tend to blame your spouse instead of blaming yourself and that's the problem with, with that's an interesting thing because the way marriage, I guess, in the Bible is designed is you, you both have to kind of have your stuff figured out and seek God together in your relationship. And then God brings you together. Otherwise, truthfully, there's no point. You got no business getting married. Yeah, no, but it's the truth. And, uh, oh man. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no, because it was crazy because the counselor was saying we have nothing in common. I'm like, what are you talking about? we got nothing in common but anyway but it's the truth it, it, it's things like that kind of like you know uh because a lot of people they they go what do you guys have in common outside of work and i'm thinking everything that's everything point yeah. i said that's why we're able to work together because we have that much in common that we can honestly work together doing the same thing but I, because I, I know a lot of people don't see this, but, a, you know, like a stay-at-home mom, that's a real job. That's actually work. Yeah. You know, it ain't easy. No, home homemaking is a legitimate, probably a more difficult job for men, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, psychologically speaking, no. <laughs> yeah, but well, it, but that that's hard work. Like, yeah. no, but it is hard because you know, like, like for me, okay, like personally speaking it was hard for me to make money and trying to raise a kid i had to make a choice like you know what i gotta just screw the job and make money how i make money you know through the clubs and, and doing it the old school way versus you know trying to work a nine to five job that never was nine to five because nursing which is why I wouldn't marry a nurse because a lot of times nurses got to work 16 hour shifts. You know what I mean? Can you imagine your wife being gone 16 hours a freaking day? Well, you got to do what you got to do, but yeah. 
Yeah, no, but think about that. That's why people have affairs because your wife is gone all day, you know, not all day, uh, three or four times a week <laughs> with 16 hour shifts because the hospital's short and an emergency happens, you know, like, cause like people trip out. Well, I mean, nursing's changed a lot. Machines do everything. But in the old days when it was more hands-on, man, it was, it was crazy. Like you couldn't just leave because you know, people's lives are on the line and then you'd hook up with each other because of the excitement and, and it was like a roller coaster and yeah, it was crazy. Like nursing's crazy. It's like it's really like general hospital, like like a soap opera. <laughs> yeah. Thing. So but either way, uh I, I that's why I the five to two that pick a teacher. <laughs> like the ideal wife, you know, teaching. Why? Because it's it's a predictable work schedule, weekends are always off. And and you summers know, are off, holidays are off. It's like yeah. Heck yeah, it's the fourth of July. Let's go have a barbecue with the kids. Like, you know, you want to be able to And everyone's gonna remember you. Like, and that's the thing. People remember their teachers. That's true. That's a the true only thing. teacher I don't remember is my first grade teacher. I can't remember her name. But everybody else I remember. From kindergarten all the way up to high school. I remember my teachers except for like cause my first grade teacher had a weird last name from like hungary or something like that like siberia or something i don't know it was something weird but uh either way hell i i even remember my librarian from elementary school people remember their teachers and and you have an impact like all teachers have the ability to leave a legacy and that's you know everybody's always looking for their legacy but teachers always automatically have a legacy they're whether the students tell them or not you're always going to remember your teachers always i remember mine miss parker miss gonzali very you know elementary and they left an impact on you yeah, you know i remember my true. christian mom and dad just remember them you know what i mean and, and how much and you elevate them too you know i don't know if they know this but they're elevated in my life you know the the uh you know, especially my Christian mom and dad, that's insane. But yeah, you know what I mean? They have an impact on you. So I don't know this whole thing about teachers wanting extra money, you know what I mean? Like, and turning to prostitution, that's insane. Our society is so insane that they believe prostitution somehow is better than being a regular teacher. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, not imagine, hell, you read it, but that's, that's what's happening. That is, that's the insanity of progressive ideology. It's just how they destroy the family is so diabolical. Like, a normal person, if they were going to destroy the family, they'd say, you know what? Let's just, you know, food stamps, whatever. You know, that, that's normal way you know criminalizing everything making money off the prison system but really twisted diabolical people would destroy the profession of teaching yeah and use that as a means to also further destroy the family because you know women want to work okay fine work but do you really want to give up family as well 
Well, as a teacher, you can have both. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can teach and you can, you know, be a, 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 a mother, you know, and, and, and then share the responsibilities with the dad. You know what I mean? Let the dad, you know, work from home. Mom can go teach or whatever and or whatever. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah. Be honorable, but no, not not for these progressives. That article is really it was like reading like, man, this is like a manual on how to pimp. <laughs> that article. It is, and that's why when I read it, I had to talk about it because it's it, it you see, people will read that and gloss over formulate an opinion, but man, like normalizing this behavior and I mean, we, we spoke about it for an hour. So I hope everybody kind of has a better understanding as to why it is we pick this stuff apart. But ever since I started talking to you, I started to notice these things more. It's just like, I mean, because who's going to look at that and go, well, it's conservative. It is conservative, but it's not right. It's not moral, but it is conservative. Well, that always serves, well, like from a... A new Christian perspective, it serves as a reminder that we have a long way to go. When women are forced into prostitution, we have a long way to go as a society. Because think about it. It's a real industry in Venezuela. It's an industry in the streets. But now they're trying to make it an industry for teachers to get into. And now you know we are really damned. Like our society is damned when they're normalizing prostitution. <laughs> for 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 teachers because obviously not everybody could afford showtime and that wasn't enough so they're like you know what let's make an article about teachers doing this not just lawyers you know who yeah. have two hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt you know and and i think that was the whole purpose of like girlfriend it's a good show it's written well and you see the conflict you know that this lawyer goes through and things like that and, and she was debating she's like you know why go through all of this stress of fighting looking at all the ugly and all this other stuff that lawyers got to see through at the district attorney's office because you're dealing with murderers rapists and stuff like that and then they try to glamorize this sex stuff and it's like it ain't so bad it's just nice guys who are just wanting a little you know they can't be monogamous you know what i mean it's not that bad so they try to glorify it but in reality i know better <laughs> these chicks gotta be licking stinky dirty spots where normal people don't do you know what i mean oh, like no. like all that foot finish crap it's gross yeah. you know what i mean all that fungus and not just stds but just normal stuff that's just so gross you don't right. want to be sucking on people's toenails. That's gross. But if you're a prostitute, that's your job. And you got to do all that weird stuff. So to normalize all of that behavior is insane. And again, you know, I, I think we did a pretty good job breaking it down today. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? Because we'll probably end it. In the yeah, I know the hour's almost up. But no, 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 no final thoughts other than I'm glad we talked about it. No, no, it's, it's, it's entertaining to talk about. But it's also, I hope people got some value out of this. But thank you guys for tuning into the show. Continue to keep us posted right in to my email, you know, because we like to cover topics too. And leave us an iTunes review if you haven't done so already. All right. Take care, guys.